This is Michael Byrne and you're listening to the Let's Talk podcast where we help people to gain a better understanding of mental illness and hear firsthand from a survivor of multiple traumas so you can be free from the past and get on with your life. Welcome to the podcast. life concept uh, for me is that your your life is divided up into micro lives and on average one micro life is 30 minutes and you have the power to either extend or negate your life or shorten it by micro lives every single day that you're alive so for instance your simple choices can extend your life on a daily basis or reduce it so for instance the, the statistics show that for every if you smoke two cigarettes you will reduce your life by one micro life, which is 30 minutes. Now, people know that. People know that if you smoke, the likelihood will be that, you know, you will reduce your life. It's just not written down. It's a warning on a cigarette packet, but people just kind of quite blase about it. But actually, if you were to sit and write it down and think, do you know what, am I actually shortening my life by my actions? And if I am, can I extend my life by my actions too? Um, so, for instance, the counterbalance of two cigarettes is that if you do a 20, I think it's a 20 minute run, you extend your life by 30 minutes. Why would you not? And so on. I think it says that if you eat red meat, not that I'm campaigning anyway not to eat red meat, I love red meat. Um, the effect of red meat will be, I think it's one micro life. But actually, eating vegetables counterbalances that and extends your life by two micro, micro lives or whatever. Now, all of these things are a cumulative effect on your life. But we don't see that. We think that, well, I know that if I take 10 pints of lager, I'm shortening my life. But it's okay because my card's already marked and I'm going to die when I'm going to die. But I don't really believe that. I don't really believe that there's a date set somewhere in 2050 that will say Michael Byrne will die on the... Well, I don't even want to say it <laughs> just in case. Um, I don't believe that. I believe that I have the power, in some respects, to influence the longevity or the brevity of my life. And my choice is to extend it as long as I can, because I have that choice. And through the extensions or through understanding the power of the micro-life, I can extend it. Now, it doesn't mean that I'm not going to do things that are detrimental to me. Of course, I'm going to have a couple of pints now and again, or I'm going to eat red meat and all of that stuff. I'm going to enjoy my life. But it's understanding that and thinking, okay... I can counterbalance that because I can go to the gym or I can go for a long walk or I can do these other things and I can choose to be happy because your intrinsic happiness will extend your life as well. If you are stressing about your work situation or uh, your mental health, the way I look at that is that you have 24 hours in a day. When I was at my worst, I knew that the impact on me was shortening my life by more than 24 hours. And I'm no, I, at that point I thought, I'm never getting this time back. I knew that the effect that I was having with my breakdown and other things around in my life, that my life was shortening by more than one day every day. Um, and I didn't want that. So, you know, if, um, if I'm worrying and, and at my worst, I'm shortening my life by more than 24 hours in a day. 
I could I could be I could be shot in my life by thirty six hours in every twenty four. Nobody, I mean, I think any most reasonable person wouldn't want to do that. I can understand when I was suicidal, I did want to do that, and I absolutely took steps to shorten that life even quicker. But now having researched it and having looked into it, and now knowing that the choices I make can extend my life through these micro-lives and so on, um, and as I said, it's, this isn't a campaign of never do anything that's detrimental, you know, it's about having those choices. And to me, I the choices are important, and I think we all have a choice. We all have a choice as to whether we um, want to go on a daily basis and drink a bottle of vodka and 20 cigarettes. And I'm not saying that's not anyone's choice to do that, but you have to understand the impact. You then can't say someone else is accountable and responsible for those actions because you are. I am. I chose to be there. And I had a conversation recently with a couple of my mates about this and they basically, one of them basically said to me when we were talking about choices was that, so through that concept, your father chose to be murdered then. Which, you know, it's a fairly brutal statement to make, but I knew at that point that the chap didn't really understand what I was saying. What my, what I'm saying is that my father chose that day to do certain things that put him in that position. We all have choices. He could have chosen not to go to a pub he could have chosen he could have made a whole load of different choices he didn't choose to be murdered but he put himself in a situation that made a choice and that was his choice um, and I think with all of those choices I chose to be in a clutter bar the night of the disaster through a series of choices made during that day I was invited to the bar by Esperanza's manager um, and I met him in the afternoon and I then went to the bar those were my choices I could have said no and it would have avoided it but they were my choices. And I absolutely believe I was meant to be there to help the people that I helped. But I don't think that there was a, a, you know, my card was stamped that night or anything like that, or I dodged a bullet because, you know, I chose to stand where I did. It was a question of millimetres between living and survive, uh, living and not living. But I chose to stand where I stood. That was my choice. Not someone else's choice. I don't believe in, not trying to be contentious, I don't believe a higher power said to me, stand there, you'll be okay. I chose to stand there, it was my choice. Um, and I'm not saying the other people who had stood elsewhere, uh, that's not what I'm saying. But I think your license full of choices, and when we connect that to micro-lives, you make a choice. You make a choice willingly to have a detrimental effect on your life or a positive effect on your life. Uh, and I think when you're struggling with your mental health, you're choosing the detrimental micro-lives because you think life is pointless, nobody cares, I don't care, it's not worth living for, so I'll do all these detrimental things. And it's when you realise that there is actually another part to this, that you are in control. You just might not see it at that moment in time, but you are in control. You can control your environment, you can control your life, you can't control what goes on around you, but you can absolutely control how you react to everything that goes on. So, if you're stressing about whatever it may be, financial situations, unemployment or whatever, you have a choice on what you do with that. You can either deal with it or you can deal with how you deal with it within your mind. And I think that's the first starting point. You choose how you deal with it internally. And as we all know, once you have a thought, then it leads to an action. And if you can have a positive thought about how you're going to deal with things, you then start to ferment a plan. Yeah, I think it's hold it loosely. I mean, I don't, I don't sit every day and think, oh, my, my, I've extended my life by this today. What I tend to do is think, 
if I'd done something detrimental, it would have a negative effect on my life. So I think in the first instance, if you choose to try and take the preventative methods and say, okay, I think I'll take it easy on some of these things that might be causing an adverse effect on my life, then by default, you're almost extending your life anyway. Um, so I wouldn't worry too much about, oh my goodness, I need to go to the gym six times a week and if I do that, I'll extend my life and so on. I think it's about consciously thinking, do you know what, see me stressing about this, that, an employment, or whatever, a financial issue or a relationship issue, it's having a detrimental effect on me. And by default, I believe it's shortening my life. So you have choices then. Okay, so what am I going to do about the employment issue? What am I going to do about the relationship issue? And so on. And then you're not stressing about it as much. You then have a plan, and then things start to take off from there. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it, we've all done it. There's something we don't want to do, we put it on a back burner. And we think, I could deal with that next week. But in that week, we've thought about it 10, 15, 20 times, however many times, and you've thought, you know, I've thought, oh, I'll, I'll deal with it next week, I'll deal with it. But every time you think about it, it has an impact on you because you then think, my goodness, I've still no dealt with it, I've still no dealt with it, I've still no dealt with it. And then as you said, by the time you get to the next week, it's a bigger monster than it was the week prior where you could have went, you know what, I'll just phone the person or whatever it may be, that's it, get it over with and then I'm on to the next thing. And I think that's where we can all procrastinate, it's just life, it's what it is. But actually, see, when you take decisive action, you know it makes you feel better. Totally, because your mind isn't your pal. Your mind's the one telling you, I bought, I bought, I bought. You know, this could happen, that can happen. Your mind, is, is, as we've said in previous chapters, your, your mind isn't your best pal. You know, um, if you were saying to, you know, if you had a conversation with your mate that says, Do you know what, I'm putting off phoning this guy because whatever, your mate would say, just pick up the phone and phone him. Get it over and done with because everything's better when it's over and done with. But your mind tells you, just do it next week and you go because it's a pass and you it gives you a pass. Therefore, you think, oh, well, my mind told me to do it, so I'll, I'll be okay doing it. But your conscious gets the better of you because you, you worry about it. And that's all I'm saying is that if we were to take a wee bit of recognition of, do you know what, choices I make are causing me to have an adverse, a stressful reaction, or I know it's not positive for me. And that's okay if you want to live your life like that. I'm not saying you shouldn't. What I'm saying is that in my experience, over the past few years, I recognise that through my actions, I absolutely shortened my, in my in my view, I shortened my life by many, many micro lives. But since I came out of that, I completely understand it now that I have a choice. I have a choice of extending it, having a mixture, and cumulatively doing some detrimental things, you know, having a cut of pints, some having a steak, having a red meat thing, all of those things. But actually, kind of like vegetables anyway, and I'm going to go to the gym now and again, I'm going to do these things, and I'm not going to worry, I'm not going to stress, I'm taking positive things. So, on a counterbalance, for me, I'm you know I'm not shortening my life by anything more than the, the daily, uh, you know, the twenty-four hours in a day. I'm looking to kind of try and get a bit long. But that's for my own personal reasons. I have a young son. I want to extend my life as long as I can to be there for him. Um, but that's diametrically opposed from where I was a couple of years ago, where I wanted to end my life. So I'm in the pub watching a football match, and uh, I, I won't mention the teams, but obviously from Glasgow, so it'd be a Rangers and Celtic game, and. I was having a conversation with two guys, two of my mates after it, and anyway, we started talking about things that happen. And I said, I think we all have a choice in life. And they were kind of, their view was, no, 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 your card's marked, you die when you die. There's a higher power that says you're going to die on such and such. So it really doesn't matter what you do in your life, 
that's the day you're going to die. That was their belief. And I just thought that that's certainly not my belief. And I kind of found that an absurd way of looking at life. But that was just my view that, you know, I'm, I'm not in any way trying to convince them. And I kind of said to them, look, you know, my view isn't that somewhere there's a card that says Michael burn time up. I believe that my actions and my choices will determine when that stamped, stamped that card is stamped. Uh, and they absolutely didn't take that on board. So I then started to speak to them about saying, look, you know, well, look, if I chose to have a drink every single day, that would be my choice. And I would probably end my life a lot quicker. That's not somebody's card being marked. That's me choosing to do that. Um, the conversation then got, you know, kind of a bit different to say, you know, uh, as I've said earlier about, well, you know, your father, through his choices, chose to be murdered that day. And I think they deliberately missed the point there. It's just his actions led to a situation and so on. But there are some events that you just simply can't avoid. I mean, I, you know, I was in a clutter, but I was in a clutter through choices that I made that day. I didn't choose to be standing underneath a helicopter, but the sequence of events may put me in that put me in that location. Um, so yeah, I mean, there, there's real crisis things that you can't avoid because catastrophes happen, but your choices put you there. And I'm not saying that positive or negative. I'm just saying we have to recognise that I chose to be there that day. I chose to be there that night, and I'm delighted that I chose to be there. I'm absolutely believe that my choices put me there to help people. And I'm entirely happy with that. I've been happy with that since I came to terms with the day after. But my mates see it differently. They think that there's a time, you know, a time card machine or a time clock machine that says this. I think it gives you a pass. Uh, and, and I'm not saying that I haven't done detrimental or I won't do detrimental things. Um, but I think they believe that, well, your fate's your fate and that's it sealed. So no matter what you do, you're actually living out your fate. And I don't see it like that. I see it. I see it as a series of choices. Now, I believe in the universe and I believe in a big picture and this isn't, I'm not religious in any way and I'm not condoning any, condemning it. I'm just saying that everyone's got their own beliefs. But I think that we each need to believe in what we believe in. But to just simply say, well, no matter what a day my card's stamped and that's just life. Um, I, I just Anything you do won't, won't have a, an impact on how long or how short you live your life. You know, I, you know, do I believe that my card was marked that day I wanted to commit suicide? No, because I chose to want to commit suicide that day. I wasn't well and all of that, but it was my choice. Um, so I don't believe, at least to their own, and I'm, you know, I'm happy that they believe what they believe, and we should all believe in something, but I think that our own actions can you know, create longevity or brevity in our own life. What is the John Lennon's John Lennon, God is a concept by which we measure our pain or something like that. Uh, I mean, each to their own. Um, I, 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 you know, I believe in the universe. I believe in connections. I believe in that life is a bit like a dot to dot book. I might have said that before, but I believe that life is a bit like the old dot to dot books, where there are dots thrown all over the page, and that's your life. Um, and if you start off at dot one, you make a connection to dot two, dot three. You might not see the picture. But somewhere you'll see dot five and you'll think, ah, oh, that's the reason why one, two, three, and four created. And then you see that picture. And then dot five is dot one, really, again. And then you connect to five, six, seven. And then you see that picture. And I think life is just a layer of pictures and connections through it. And I see it as a, a dot-to-dot book where the picture just keeps getting bigger and bigger. And sometimes you don't realise what the connections are for until you do. And then when you do, it's a... Um, and people can call that fate, but I think you choose to be in these places. 
and you just don't always see the picture until you do. We both chose to be here today. We both choose to have this conversation and we'll both choose to go and do our things or whatever our plans are for this today. They're our choices that we've agreed to um, and things will happen as a result of them. Um, I don't think it's fate that you and I are sitting here today. I think it's our choice that you and I are here today. But, you know, I'm not saying there's no fate. I'm not saying anything like that. I'm just saying it's as many positives as you can. I mean, I think that we're, we're all guilty of thinking that we don't really live in the moment. We think, we think to a point of, you know, yeah, I know this might be detrimental, but it'll be a future detrimental. It won't be a current detrimental. But I think if somebody actually, if you sat down beside someone and said, look, I'm kind of really worrying about this, I'm really worrying, blah, 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 and I've been going about this, and someone says to you, see by your actions over the past two months or so, you've shortened your life by three weeks. How stark would that be? And I think that, you know, without being morbid in any way, I think that, if we all knew the day that we were to pass away, or whatever we call it, we would all act differently. You know, for me, so if you, you know, hypothetically knew that there was a, you know, this date stamp, and you had 10 years to work towards it, your life would be so different for those 10 years. But because we just think that's a future thing, I don't need to worry about it just now, well, why not? Why not take action just now that makes you think, you know what, I'm struggling with mental health. I realise now all of these detrimental effects, I have choices. I have choices and I can have positive choices and I can have negative choices. And it's okay to do both, but you have to understand that by doing that, it has an effect on potentially your lifespan. Yeah. The choice of repercussions and what you do just now may have a repercussion. You might not instantly feel it and it could be, you know, two years or whatever, but would you really intentionally, once you're, you know, well, now that I'm out of my uh, illness, um, you know, it is about thinking, I have a choice my actions and my choices. I don't need to be driven by my mind. And in my, at my worst, I would have a thought, that would then be a detrimental action. That would then be a self-sabotaging action, and it would cycle around like that. Now, through all that, I have the thoughts, both positive and negative. And I can understand those thoughts, and I now realise I don't need to act on them, particularly the negative ones. And I can act on the positive ones that hopefully will have a positive effect on my life, and just take it from there. So this is perhaps the way the universe in my world makes me realise. Now, obviously because I had the conversation, I was consciously aware of it, so I understand that. And then there was a notification come up on my phone for the news bulletins, and you'll need, excuse me, I can't remember the chap's name, but I've got it. And basically it was a chap who's an Oxford professor, wrote all of this out in 2012. And it was called Micro Life. I didn't know that when I was having a conversation with the pub. And basically, he wrote this survey, he wrote this stand-up piece in 2012, and he broke down life into 30-minute micro lives. And he, they done a whole lot of survey work, and they put the element of risk to micro life. That pretty much said, if you smoke cigarettes, this will happen, you'll lose one micro life, and so on. And, uh, and compounded it by saying, you know, the first two will shorten your life by one. If you smoke 20 in a day, Overall, for that day, it will be two or whatever it may be. So for me, that was really just a, an absolute universal moment. I'd spoken about it days prior, and then I see an article about it. And then I started to research it, and absolutely, I get it now. I realise now all about it. Uh, and there's actually an app for it as well, where if you're about to take an action, you can look it up and think, okay, What's the micro life impact? You're sitting in a. I have this belief since I, you know, started on this journey, 
and you think it's a unique belief, and then have the conversation, it kind of gets poo-pooed by your mates, and then you actually see that, actually, this is this is a real thing. It's a thing, as someone once told me, and then if it's a thing, then why are we not talking about it? But it's a thing that we all know. We just don't really see it written down. You know, you might, as I said, you might see a cigarette warning on cigarette packets saying, you know, this is harmful and it'll kill you, it'll kill you or potentially kill you. But actually, see if you put on it, smoking these 20 will shorten your life by five hours. Now, you might have one packet and think, oh, it's only five hours. But, cum- you know, cumulatively over a week, we'll smoke 20 a day. The choice, and, and I think that, as I said, the microwave thing all comes down to choices. I think that, for me, on my deathbed, am I, would I be thinking, I wish I'd smoked more fags, or I wish I'd more time? I think I'd be thinking I wish I'd more time. But who knows, because at that point in time, maybe it'll have been my choice. But, you know, is it not saying, you know, there's plenty of quotes about deathbed things, but I don't think MD's ever been on a deathbed and thought, I wish I'd worked more. That's it for today, folks. Thank you very much for listening. Please also like and share this episode on social media with your friends, family and colleagues, and anyone who you think may benefit from getting this incredible insight into better mental health. If you have any comments or questions, then get in touch by emailing me at michael at liveredexperiencetraumasupport.com. Thanks very much. I'm Michael Byrne from Lived Experience Trauma Support.